everybody. Welcome to episode 86 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. Happy birthday! No. Yes. No. Yes. I don't want it. Happy birthday. <clears throat> no more, please. Thank you. Please and no, thank you. No, don't say no more. I don't want to celebrate anymore. You're not. I'll stay the same age forever. You're recording a podcast. No. How's that celebrating? Podcast. Oh, well. You doof. Yeah. So how are you? I'm okay, but it's not my birthday. No, it's not. It's your birthday. Yours have happened already. Yours have happened already. Yours have happened already. It did happen already in a December. Yeah. Birthdays are stupid. That was like an Italian hick. Yeah. <laughs> it did happen already. It, it did happen already. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. So. <clears throat> yes. Um. Speaking of, I've I've been keeping up on the articles, as you know. I'm mm-hmm. a, a big uh, Disney theme park, Orlando theme park nerd. Yeah. Because you can't associate Disney with Universal. They do not like that. Mm. They're not fans of that. No. Yeah. My ex got heckled because he wore something Disney-themed to Universal. Heckled by who? The staff. Oh. <laughs> they booed him. That's rude. And hissed. Yeah. Because he wore something Disney themed. I think it was like a shirt or hat or something like yeah. that. Because we had gone to Disney World first and then we were doing the Universal bit. Mm. And they were like, ew, boo, <laughs> Disney. I was like, okay, <laughs> relax. Yeah. Um, so they're, uh, they, they've, this isn't the first time for the announcement, but they changed the date. They're doing a Mario World, which I'm excited for. Roop, doop, doop, doo, 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 well, doo, is, doo, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're doing, like, I mean, they have to do Mario Kart. Like, that would be pointless yeah. to build a world and not have Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah. But I don't know how old school they're going, because aside from the, 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 uh, the lure of it being retro, mm-hmm. I don't know how many young kids are if I can't, playing that. Drive a Mario Kart. You have to be And that. shoot things with turtle shells. I'm out. <laughs> no, I want to like step on the turtles. Yeah. I want to be able to bang things with my head and have coins fly out of it. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't get sucked into a tunnel. It'll be a virtual ride. What? Mario Kart? Yeah, probably. I hope not. So that way you can do all the, um, the fantastic things. Well, they should, they should things. do both. Mm-hmm. I, I could see the how it would be fun to, to do virtual, but I don't know. People are kind of stupid with driving, yeah. so kids especially are not going to be able to do... I mean, adults can't drive, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe put the kids on the virtual one and then let us just hash it out with our spinal cords. Yeah. So, um, how you do today? I'm good. Mold. Mold? Uh, mold. Mold. That's, um, how, that's how old you are that you just turned into mold. Yeah. Like Stephen King and Creepshow. Sure. You don't remember no, don't when the remember meteor that. flies out of the sky and he I touches it him. and the mold grows on his fingers and it takes out over his whole body and then he turns into a big like algae monster and he holds a shotgun to his head and kills himself. Mm. It was pretty grim. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I was supposed to be watching that as a kid, but I was like, wow. Okay. Never t- who touches meteors anyway? Stephen King. I guess. He was like, it was like him playing like this backwoods country hick. Mm. He's like, Golly! And then touches a it. Meteor. And it pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it like his finger his fingers sizzle. And the but then he put his fingers in his mouth. Ugh, classic mistake. To like cool them down. And then of course the algae started to grow in his mouth as well. Yeah. Anyway, so um we went to go see Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. 
and we're gonna talk about uh crinimal crinimal that's pretty much it spain we haven't really been able to watch much much else no um so go it's your birthday so it's all about you paul well let's see i saw i was um well first of all birds of prey was directed by kathy yan Mm -hmm. i want to say and um it was the 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 um words the writer was um christina hodson both of these ladies haven't done a whole lot i think that's what was like okay uh the the writer she wrote bumblebee okay it's okay you know and then i think she did like two other films one with like rosario dawson i forget what it's called and then one with um damn it I always forget her name. Australian act- act- actress. Australian? Yeah, friends with uh, best friends with uh, Nicole Kidman. I don't know. I feel like I've I've been asked this before. Uh, I always forget this woman's. Name. It's gonna pop up in like ten minutes. I'm, I don't I'm know. Just Nicole just... Kidman had a best friend. <laughs> because she's so unlikable. No, I just you know you don't hear about her God bestie. She was in Twenty One Grams, and she's her bestie. Oh, Naomi Watts. Yes. Thank you. Mm. So she, she, it was some movie that she did, I think, where she was like uh, a shut-in. Mm-hmm. It might have been called shut-in. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's what it was called. So she's written a couple things. And then the director has, I think this is like her first major thing that she's directed. She's done, she's been like an executive producer on stuff. And then I think she's directed shorts. So that's kind of like, that's a leap to go from a short to a film of this caliber. You right. go. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, my anticipation Pros. going into it was i don't know i felt like it was going to be fun mm-hmm. and it pretty much exactly meted my expectations meted yeah meted <laughs> meted my expectations it meted mm-hmm. your expectations it did okay. it meted my expectations mm-hmm. and um i don't know it was fun um i had a lot of fun with it i mean that's all i could that's like my, my biggest um thing i could requirement? say no well it was it's that's kind of the easiest way for me to sum up the film is fun. Mm-hmm. It's a fun film. There's a, problems with it, sure. There's problems with every movie, even our own, obviously. Especially, Especially our, our own. Especially our own. <laughs> um, there's a lot of fun things about it. There was a lot of things I was like, eh, well, you know, whatever. Um, you know, Margot Robbie was brilliant. She's like born to play this role. She plays it perfectly, you know, in my in my opinion. I don't know. I say this not knowing much about the history of of Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn and, and how and she is in the comics. Suicide Squad either. I did not see Suicide Squad, but I just love the way I should, let me rephrase that. I should, I love the way she plays it because mm-hmm. I, I can't say it's perfect because I have no, no context for that, but I love the way that she plays the character. Um, her interpretation of it. We'll yeah. Say. Is, is great. And, um, I like the visual aspect of it. Very colorful, very, you know, um, a lot, you know, good amount of action, choreograph was fun though i did feel like why are you just not using the right words today choreograph was fun the choreography was fun (laughs) choreographing the choreographedness what did i put in your pancakes this morning (laughs) i don't know um although i feel like when i think about it there's a lot they kick a lot that's a girl thing you know because we don't our our strength is lower body i guess but i feel like you know you i don't know i would like to see some variation in that but the the fight sequences were well. First of all, cool. girls lifting their legs over their head is something that guys like to see. So as as girl power as this film is going to be, it's still produced by a major studio, and you know they're going to say sex it up. We need more kicks. Why is she not fighting in heels? I don't understand. Yeah, which I I don't know. 
I'm not a big fan of heels in general, but when no. you find you find that your your comment to me was that it makes your feet look distorted. It just it, it always looks weird to me. I don't know. Well, it is weird. You're cramming the front of your feet yeah. into a triangle. It's just like walking on your tippy toes. <laughs> and then walking on... Forcefully. Yeah. Walking on the front pad of your foot and arching your ankle, putting all of your weight on that part of your foot, which is I just, really I, painful. I, I'm kind of over... I mean, I'm over women fighting in heels. I'm over it. I've been over that shit since the first time I saw it because I was like... Although, I mean, you have the uh, Bryce Dallas Howards of the world who yeah. filmed... And, and running scenes, running from dinosaurs in fucking heels. Yeah. And I think she was like, no, I'm going to do it. Yeah, she wanted to do it. Um, so it's not that it can't be done. Some women can. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just, all, not all heroes like, wear capes, I guess. Yeah. I just, I can't, I can wear heels long enough to walk to a location from my, my car mm-hmm. to wh- wherever the, the reception is. <laughs> and then as soon as I sit down, I kick them off. Yeah. I feel like um, the... Uh, you know, you can always tell when someone's fighting in heels because they're much more safe about everything. You know, the fighting can't be, as, an ankle. <laughs> can't be as aggressive because, yeah, it's very dangerous. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't, Margo, that kind of like I always. Margot I Robbie fought in a low heel. <clears throat> she never wore high heels. She yeah. wore like a shoe, like a boot shoe that had a bit of a heel to it. So yeah. she was, um, I think they, did they maybe Canary? In yeah, that, that scene first outside, fight scene when that, that's she the had one the heels, I'm mainly but then talking I think the main like, fight scene like, She did a good end. job. I thought she pulled that off really well. She's very athletic, obviously, so she was able to pull off a lot of those oh, maneuvers. Stunt people were, I don't know if how well, many the ones, yeah, I mean, the stunt people were always amazing, but there was scenes where you could see her face and see yeah. her doing it, and she, I think she pulled that off well. And, but you could, I don't know. She was good. They're all, they're all good. They're all, you know, pulled off their sequences. So that, that was your your cons was. Heels oh no, the and... cons. <clears throat> you had brought this up too, but the 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 it's very colorful. It's very comic book esque. But you know when you, when it's not, it's obvious. You know there's scenes where like we go to the real world, and then all of a sudden you feel like. Well, there weren't many <clears throat> of those scenes, but no, but there was a for few. For me, it was mostly and the, it was so the final scene. That final scene at the end when they drive off in the car. It looks like I'm assuming I don't know what city they actually filmed in. It looked to me like Manhattan, but. Um, it didn't have a comic book feel. And then I was like, oh, that's weird. The real world being yeah. in that scene. For the most part, most scenes were very realistic. Yeah, like 80%, 80, even 85% of the film was Realistic like, to cartoons, I mean, or, yeah, you know, Realistic books. to, or, you know, was, was stylized in that way. And then you have certain scenes that you cut to. That's kind of DC's thing, though. I find what, you know, their movies tend not to be great, but they always, their worlds always look very comic booky. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, this reminded me a lot of Spawn. Okay. Spawn had like this super colorful, like very cartoony type world that he entered once he turned into Spawn and stuff like that. Cause they're having, I mean, DC doesn't do it. It's usually Batman stuff, which is darker, but, but even Tim Burton's Batman had this super colorful world and mm-hmm. it looked like a cartoon world. And so they do a really good job of that. Whereas Marble Marvel's the exact marble. Marble. Marvel's the exact opposite. Marvel has, I think that might be what I find weird about the Marvel movies is like, it's this like very realistic world. And then they're doing all this crazy shit in it. And it's like, huh, you know, and I I guess I could see where that looks cool, but it's always like they're trying to make a movie, but they never put 
very much effort into the actual movie, like into the script and the movie, because it's it's really all about getting to the fantastical stuff. And so, you know, with DC, it's sort of more immersive. I always yeah. found DC way more like colorful and crazy. And, you know, it's just unfortunate I that know. their I movies. I haven't really seen I haven't seen all the DC movies, but I haven't seen one that I really enjoyed that I can think of. I liked Spawn when it came <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I'm talking more recent. (laughs) And the Batman. Post, post, um, post Nolan's Batman. I haven't really dug a DC movie. This one was was very cinematic, but you, you know, Nolan's not making a cartoon world. Right. Um, and then I think because of that, because of the success of that trilogy, I think DC kind of found itself in this whole like dark and gritty, realistic, but also super fantastical world. Well, Suicide Squad, you d- you have not seen. No, I have not, not seen in its entirety because I just couldn't do it to myself. I've mm-hmm. seen like when it's on, it's like a car crash and it's on TV and you're like, you're watching whatever those parts are. So I've seen parts of it. And <clears throat> my my one observation was that from what I remember, and again, I didn't pay too much attention, but from from what I remember, I don't recall Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad being... So Jersey, New York. Mm. I don't remember that. She had that Mm -hmm. because it was like in the trailer where she breaks the window and steals the bag. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what is, I forget the line. Like bad guys, bad guys. It's what we do. And she had the accent, but in, in birds of prey, it was so over exaggerated that I'm like, this is literally supposed to be a continuation to that story. So how, did she like? Was she interning with the nanny or something? Yeah. Like, did she, I don't know how she got so exaggerated in her accent. It was a little bit distracting sometimes because mm. I love it because I yeah because you're not from the city and that's true that's a true hearing statement. like hearing that just makes me cringe because there were people that did sound like that mm-hmm. and not everyone in the city sounds like that despite what people think and when you would hear that you would make fun of it because you'd be like Jesus how New York are you going to be right now yeah. There are people that sound that way. Rosie Perez sounds that way, mm-hmm. but it's, it, you know, it's something that's noticed by... Someone's at the door, Billy. <laughs> something that's noticed by other New Yorkers when you sound that extreme. Mm-hmm. So it was a little cringy for me just because hearing that is like, ugh. But um, I loved the costume. Mm-hmm. I didn't look up who did the costuming and wardrobe, but they did a really good job with it. Yep. Um, they cut out the headbutting scene from the trailer, which I, I never appreciate because you, you look for those scenes. I hate when they use shit in trailers that they don't yeah. actually put in the final cut. Yeah. Um, I thought overall on a positive note that it it felt like it felt like a cartoon. It felt like a comic book. Mm-hmm. The wardrobe was great. I felt the choreography was really good. Um, I liked the core. I think it's probably some of the best choreography I've seen in. You like the choreograph? I like the choreograph. It's the best that I've seen in, in most comic book movies Mm -hmm. because the Marvel movies have like these big sweeping movements where like, this was more like kicking ass kind of choreography. And Marvel has this very exaggerated because everyone flies or flings through the air or something. And so they don't fight fight in those movies. They have like this dancing kind of like capoeira type weird, you know what I mean? It's not like a fight scene. Whereas this was like a fight scene. There were a couple shots. They love breaking shins. That was like a big thing in this. Well, like the shin area, they have things about like the knee and shin area. Um, There were a couple you know, scenes that like where someone went through a door and it 
looked good, you know, yeah. that you're like, ow, you know, that's obviously not happening. But and then there were a couple moves that you can. And this is in every fight scene where everyone else that's waiting to kick their ass is literally waiting to kick your ass yeah. because you're kicking someone else's ass, which, you know, in reality, you would just pounce. And yeah, they would never survive. So I get it. But um, I always like when you see less of that. Because you know the other people are waiting around, but I hate when they show them because you could see them like waiting for my turn yeah. to kick your ass. Yeah. Um, but I looking did, at you, rooftop Batman fight scenes. <laughs> I did like I did like the 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 grade to it. Mm-hmm. It was just really good for me. The performances were really good. I felt like what I didn't like about the film was saved by the performances. Everyone did a good job. Yeah. Of playing their character. For me, the weakness was in. The writing, hmm. like no shade, although that's all shade. I mean, there's no nice way to say that. But um, looking at the movies that the writer made, like well, Bumblebee, we don't know. Wasn't... We don't know the the script versus what no, we, saw we don't. On, on we the don't. Screen. It could have that's been the editing. I'm, that's why the I'm studio saying, coming in and saying chop this up. I'm more. saying no shade. It's shade, but I don't mean it like that. It's all the writer. You know, the the stuff that she's written that I've seen. I'm not. Like, like you like that Bumblebee stuff and mm-hmm. uh, I'm not really a fan of that. Um, and it's it's what the studio is saying. This is the kind of story that you have to write. And these are your limitations. I would be curious to see how this would have transpired if there weren't I don't know, regulations St- if you want, and, and restrictions and yeah. stuff like that. So for me, it was whether it was her choice or the the studio's choice. I don't know who it just this the story fell very flat in a way. It was very just one dimensional, I guess. Well, that was my. There wasn't probably, much to it. My it was, biggest con was the, um, was the 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 other characters in mm-hmm. her group. You know, yeah. the birds of prey. You know, I wish there was more um, background on them. You know, some got a good amount of background, some didn't, and so it felt a little uneven in that way. I don't know that anybody you know? got really extensive background. She was. I don't well, know. Well, you saw can- Canaries. A little bit, though. You saw her you kind saw of thing. You saw a little but, bit. You know, I feel like you made this point as well that, you know, there's a scene in there, I don't want to give too much away, where something more comic booky superpower happens and it just fell out of place because that's not really it's in the film Canary a lot. superpower. Yeah. We won't say what it is, but well, that was. Everybody knows what it is if you know Canary. Not a lot of people know. I can assure you that most people going in to watch this that aren't comic book fans have no idea yeah. what Canary. They, they didn't really do. They mentioned it, was, it in a like a line of dialogue or two, like the background of it. And it so, was silly. I didn't like It just like felt that. like, um, it, yeah, it was, it was whatever. It is what it is. That's a hard effect. That's a hard superpower to make look cool. But Well, my question was, and I'm not going to say what the power was, power is, but why didn't she do that before? Yeah. Well, there's that. Because there's like a major fight scene and then she she lets loose the superpower after all of that shit happened. And I'm like, why didn't you just do that before? (laughs) You've avoided this entire fight. That's the problem with a lot of superpowers. I always think that about um, Star Wars. You know, why don't they use the force all the time? Just crush your head. You're dead. I don't have to fight you. No movie. That's it. We don't have to do all this. Um, But whatever. You know, I I don't know. I I, would have loved to have seen more of a background but it goes into the whole thing of like you know every character could have had their own back own film and then it could have culminated into this here was my here is where and i, I think had dc could have though. done something interesting where like they could have had like and nobody's really treated them like it would have been interesting for any film but this one sp- specifically where let's say you have a summer 
And at the beginning of the summer, let's say there's Birds of Prey, there's what, four of them plus Margot Robbie's character, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you could have had four movies and then the, the Birds of Prey movie at the end of the summer and had like one every other month or something like that. That is so not happening. You know, so you treat it more like a television show, but you're still getting the in the movies. Nope. I don't know. I think How it much been money that would cost? <laughs> well, you, you, there's not nearly enough interest in these characters for them to ever bother doing something like that. Yeah, but I think I think I'm, I'm going to do a whole movie on I'm the predicting kid somebody's going to do just that. a thief. I'm going to watch a whole movie about well, I, I didn't need not, to see. They're not really like a I didn't need whatever, to see but. 90 minutes of why that kid was a thief. It would have just been nice to have a little backstory on her. It would have been nice to have a little backstory on Rosie Perez. They give you like what's happening at the moment. And then they go like, yeah, this this one time there was this and this and that. Well, that's, and you're that's like, the oh, thing. Is all right, but how did like, you're told that this person's awesome? You're not wh- shown. Why really. did why did she become a cop? What was her life before? You know, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And they gave you a little bit of Winstead's character, which I, I don't know if it, I, I guess it was supposed to be a surprise that she was the character from a scene they showed to me. I, I, it was pretty obvious that that's who the mm-hmm. huntress was or whatever. And um, and then Canary, it's like okay, it shows you that how she got to the point of being the driver, but how did she get to that point before working at the club, which by the way, why would anyone go to this club? I don't don't understand because, um, what's his face? Ewan McGregor McGregor is such a, is such a, uh, unhinged character that it's like, why would anyone hang out there? Cause he can burst at any minute, any minute. I did say originally that I thought that, um, his part would have been better played by Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. He did a good job. Mm-hmm. I have to say like he did a good job at this kind of like comedic whiny brat kind of thing. But I don't know. I, I, again, there's no backstory. How did he get to this point? It was just like it's just established that he's a rich guy that controls everything. Yeah. And it's just like, but how did he get to that? Yeah. And so my gripe was that as per the trailers, I thought this was a movie about the bird. It's called The Birds of Prey, yeah. which actually have nothing to do. That has nothing to do with Margot Robbie's character. Mm. Um, she is separate. The Birds of Prey is actually just three of those characters. And so when I was watching the trailer, I thought it was going to be about all of them with her being like the front runner because she's Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. But the film's about Harley Quinn. Yeah. There's like 85% of the scenes she's in. And so it kind of gets to this point for me where I get sick of her because she's in everything and her character's so over the top that it's like, there's no, like, you're just like, you know what you're getting with her all the time because she's so extreme and, you know, crazy and all that. And so I would have, I didn't connect. I guess that was my thing is that maybe because of the way it was written or edited, I didn't feel any connection to those characters. Like I didn't care what really happened to them. I mm-hmm. knew like, you know, I mean, it's like, all right, you're supposed to sympathize with this and that one. But um, it just things just kind of started happening. And I felt like they overused the time jumping way too much. Never a to a too point much Tarantino, never to a point where I was confused. Like I, I knew what timeline we were in, but. They did it so many times that you were sometimes watching the same scene two or three times because they kept having to jump. Like they wanted to do this effect of like, oh, let me back up. This person was there. Yeah, let me back up. I went too far, you know, (laughs) and you're like, oh, God. And so then you have to watch that scene again when it comes to the end of that story. And it's like, all right, all right. So I, I wish they hadn't done that so much. Like just tell the stories and you can rewind. Yeah. 
couple times, but that seemed to be like their theme in the first like 30 minutes of the film was just reversing back. So you can tell, here's what happened to this person. But then you get, they get five minutes into that story and go, wait, I didn't go far back enough and then start all over again. And you're like, oh, so that I wasn't, I wasn't too hot on. Yeah. A lot of telling and not showing. And I have to say, if, if they, if anyone tries, if anyone in that production who is in charge of that production and set design costuming tries to deny that they were not inspired by tank girl, I'd call them effing liars. Cause yeah. it was like, to me, it was like tank girl 4.0. Hmm. It was like, if tank girl had a bigger budget, yeah, this is the film that they would have had. And I was a fan of tank girl as, as a kid, it's, you know, you watch it now you're like, Oh my God, this is terrible, but it was fun back then. Mm-hmm. And I guess that is what I, I felt like birds of prey would have been an awesome movie in the late nineties. Like if this movie, cause there's not a whole lot of effects. So you wouldn't right. have needed really to be too techni- technologically advanced to have done that in the nineties. I mean, the matrix sure. came out in the late nineties yeah. so that we were already on our way to being able to do this stuff. I think this movie would have been awesome in the late nineties, but for where we are now, it just seemed kind of simple. Yeah. Good. Entertaining. Like I would give it a solid B, mm-hmm. but I just, I had initially assumed this movie is either going to be really good or really bad. And I was wrong. It, there was a, a gray area. Yeah. It was good, but I felt like with the talent that you had in that, it could have been great, mm-hmm. but the story just was like, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't enough time to tell the proper story that they were trying to tell. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how long the movie was, but I don't it's think it's like almost two hours or yeah. something. It needed to, or it just needed to kind of finesse the script or they edit a little bit more to just make it more about it, all of them. Just less scenes about hard, less scenes about an egg sandwich. Like there was yeah. so much time spent on an egg sandwich that yeah. you could have done the backstory on someone else. And I get like, oh, ha ha. It's, you know, yeah. she's willing to do it, but it's just like, all right, all right. <laughs> like, that, let's, let's, move it on. let's move it along because we could, we could get a lot of backstory. Well, that's the thing here. is, you know, you, you have to, they want to make this movie stand on its own. So in order to do that, you have to give a lot of, um, you know, Harley Quinn is the star of the film or whatever. And, um, and so you have to, for people that didn't, doesn't, don't know anything about her, you have to give her enough background, but then you're sacrificing the background of other people. And so if you're you going to call it Birds of Prey, yeah. If yeah. you're going to call it the Harley Quinn movie, I yeah. know it's the emancipation of Harley Quinn or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's called Birds of Prey and she's not in the Birds of Prey. That's the, the cruel irony yeah. there is that the movie was 85% Harley Quinn who has nothing to do with Birds of Prey. Yeah. So I don't know. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't terrible. And I thought like for for this being the first major thing that the that the director directed... That's a oh, pretty yeah. fucking amazing feat. Like I've Many seen times better than anything I could. I've direct, seen way worse movies by people who have been directing for decades. Yeah. Know? So, I mean, like kudos, not just oh, because it's a girl. Like no, it's it's. I I give her a lot of credit. That's a huge undertaking to to kind of be breaking into directing with. I mean, look, she's obviously in the business, so it's not like she had no idea how to direct something. I'm right. sure you know she's she has her experience, but it's just that's that's a lot to do to start with. Yeah. Like if somebody gave that to you as your first major thing to it direct, would be way you worse. would be having such anxiety. It would have been way worse. <laughs> we would have just destroyed that film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I and we I, would have thought it was awesome. Awesome. It was awesome. No way. We, we would have been tearing that shit apart. Um, 
I, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I just thought, you know, it, it had its, its uh, picadillos, yeah, if you will, if you will. I will. It was way freaking better than whatever scenes I've seen from Suicide, Suicide Squad. So let's just say that. Yeah, I didn't even watch that. Or Justice League. Aquaman. I saw Aquaman. You know, the thing about Aquaman, oh, and I, you know, I, can't. I, I talked about it in a couple of podcasts I don't like that back. Amber Heard, and I think we all know why. Yeah, well, there's that. But the action sequences were really great in that, I will say. Yeah, I mean, it's but Justin what else Lin, but have you got? That's it. Exactly. That's it. This is probably the best, DC, my favorite DC film so far. Um, Original Batman? Well, no, I'm ta- this is all post-Nolan. Oh, post-Nolan. Yeah. Yeah, but that goes without saying. I mean... I don't know why they keep destroying. Like, why can't somebody just take on DC the right way? I I'm not. I I'm. I was bigger into. Well, they're comics. starting to. The, I was when you had when you originally you, I liked had DC. When you originally had, you know, the the Batman, Batman v Superman, all those films, <sighs> they're all just. I didn't like. They, the garbage. I, they, I didn't like them at all. And now you're starting to see, you know, with the Joker. Should the Joker was really we'll great. We'll see what so. Robert Pattinson does. Yeah. So I'm hoping that there, this is kind of like a trend going away from the way things used to be. I, I know really that they want to so. kind of start developing like silo movies, so they're not all you know. Marvel is all like they're super on their interconnected. Way. Like but, Venom wasn't as bad as people yeah. thought it was going to be, you know. But is that what you don't want to? Sh- you, you you shouldn't be striving for your movie to suck less than the last yeah. ones. You know, we want good movies, not less suckage. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, and and I think a big problem that they're going to have is, for me anyway, is like just the, the, how do you build up any kind of tension when you know you're not going to kill your, anyone important? But that's with anything. That's why I don't, like the Avengers and shit, it was like, we already know what's going to happen. They're all going to get out of this somehow. And then the last one, you know, before it, before it aired, if you will, or was released, you know, there was the word of somebody's going to die. And we were like, we all know who's going to die even when they didn't say it, I was like, I already know it's going to be Robert Downey Jr. I mean, he doesn't, out of the suit, he's just a rich guy. You yeah. know, he doesn't really do anything. And he's probably fucking done with it. He's been playing this character for how long? He's yeah. set. He's good. He's done, you know, so. He's got all the money. He's got the monies. But, yeah, there's no stakes, really. And that's that's how it is with any so, and, and I'm okay superhero with movie. No stakes as long as you entertain me and make it fun. And, and... Are you not entertained? And uh, (laughs) 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 Um, okay. But anyway, well, here's to hoping that DC gets better because I I've always felt that their characters were way cooler than Marvel. I'm sorry, Mm. I know people are going to be like, you should just die of syphilis for saying that. But Superman, Wonder Woman, Spider Man, like that. They were like the, they were the... the Superman and and Batman are DC. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is like those types of characters, they're very safe. Mm. I don't like those characters. Batman was kind of dark, but then not really so much. Like Nolan, it's funny because Nolan made the movies better for the villains. But it's always about the Batman was boring. Like he was boring in that. And then in, in, um, uh, Oh my God! I just can't think today. In the original okay. Batman, <laughs> in well, give me with Keaton. Yes, Tim Burton. Oh my God! Uh-huh. In Tim Burton's, I found Batman to be equally as exciting as the Joker because of the way they played it. Mm. Um, and then you have like so, like to me, Superman and Batman are like the safest DC characters. 
and then all the rest of the Marvel are pretty safe. Like yeah. they, they, it's whatever, you know. And then in DC, you've got like Joker and Harley Quinn, and it's like DC is less um, fantastical in whatever their superpowers. Usually, it's like a strength or an ability, but. Marvel's more like everyone flies through the sky and it's yeah. really like all over. I mean, with the exception of Superman, obviously, who can fly pretty far in DC, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. It's just like a more grungy, realistic kind of superhero that DC tends to have a couple safe characters, but for the most part, they're really gritty. And then Marvel's very safe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, cause I didn't go this far into, I, 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 I read, um, Arkham Asylum and all that, and and then the little subcategory books that came out. But Ewan McGregor's character, what does he do? He puts, he on, puts a on a mask. Duh. And he's like Skull Guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. remember who the hell he was supposed to be. Yeah, that part, I, that was another, I, I didn't really understand it. Like, it Why bother? It could have been, right, it could have been <laughs> interesting if he was just a crazy club owner. Yeah. Like, putting the mask on almost, like, made it, like... Well, I was waiting, like, okay, so now he's going to turn into something or have yeah. some kind of ability, and if there was, was like, nothing. You know, and again, if there was more background on his character where you saw what this mask meant to him, other, otherwise it was just something sitting in the in his office that he put on when he was angry, when he was ready to go. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was like, like anti-Riddlin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't quite get that part. Anyway, I, I just, I, uh, I would really like to see them do cool stuff with DC. Yeah. It would be fun. One day, maybe. Maybe they're on their way. We don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Could happen. Mm. Um, so we also saw we have one more criminal left, which is France. Right. We just watched You're Spain. the birthday boy, so you picked Spain. I wanted to watch the Spain one to see, because I can speak a little bit of Spanish. Very little. Oh, my God. Very no, little. No, you can't. Yes. <laughs> I know, like, biblioteca and stuff like that. That's not speaking Spanish. <laughs> That's knowing some I wanted to words. see how many words I could, if I could, like, kind of understand, but I couldn't, so it's it didn't matter. It's Spaniard. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I just picked that one. There's diff- many different dialects in Spain, and you're not going to know any of them. Mm-hmm. It's I think, difficult. I think this one was probably my least favorite. Yes, I agree. Um, the last one was pretty good, The la- because there's three in the in the, each each country has three in the in the seat in the three episodes mm-hmm. in it and um i thought the last one was pretty good i didn't the first two I, I wasn't really digging but you know this one seemed to have more of a little bit more of a backstory in terms of <clears throat> the the prosecutors you know they had a little bit more going what, on that's what i didn't quite like about it i didn't mind that For i just felt like the, the cases I felt themselves like were every like single little... case just started and it felt like i had missed the first five minutes of every episode despite having not missed the first five minutes of every episode it's just yeah. like they started in the middle of a story and you're like what's happening mm-hmm. am i uh, okay and and it never it's not like something that got addressed later and you went back to it was just like they just started into whatever this case was and you're like mm-hmm. what's going on yeah so I felt lost from the beginning because it seemed as if there was more information that I just didn't pick up on. And right. it's subtitled, so there's no reason why I wouldn't have understood what was going on. And unlike you, I do speak a little bit of Spanish. So. I speak un poco. Oh, um, <laughs> so there were, you know, I, I was able to kind of half watch this when I would get up to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to pause it because I could kind of understand what was going on. But yeah. then for those that don't understand, there's many, many dialects in Latin America and and in Europe. And it's 
it's just because you speak Spanish doesn't mean you understand everybody who sure. speaks Spanish. And so um, I think it was, I think it's Catalan or Castellano or something mm -hmm. that they speak and you hear the TH instead of, mm -hmm. um, they use the TH and there's completely different words. Sure. Like I grew up in speaking Spanish, like hearing Puerto Ricans speak Spanish, which is completely different from Castellano and like hearing someone from Spain, there's completely different words that are used. Mm -hmm. uh, so sometimes I'm like, huh? But um, yeah, it, it's, it just, I don't know. I didn't like the writing in these. Yeah. I didn't like the writing in it. I thought the performances, like the people did a good job playing their characters, oh, yeah. but the writing wasn't the same as the other two. I, I, mm -hmm. I really was just so invested in those, those stories. And in this one, you know what it was? It was like, there was what no, was I'll tell you what it was. As I love to say, there was no gray area. We went from the interrogation where the person being interrogated is pushing back. Mm -hmm. And then there was no middle area where they started to realize, um, probably not going to be able to get away with this. And they slowly go into their confession. It yeah. went from like, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. And it's always, <laughs> no, it, wasn't it was me, it always wasn't me. like, all right, it was me. It's always like they go back in the room and they're like, I think she's, um, She's not telling the truth about something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then of they, course. they come in and they're like, I wasn't telling the truth about something. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, and then they well, would, yeah. they would, they, in, in all, in at least two of them, they would lie to the, the suspect to get them to admit guilt. Yes. Yes. I don't know the legality of how that is in Spain. It, sh or... it should have been called criminal USA. Yeah. <laughs> like, because. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't like the, the first story with the woman with her dog. Mm -hmm. I thought she she was coming across as such a sort of crass woman. Yeah. In a, in a way, this like high class crass individual. And then the, the, the whole thing is supposed to be that this dog is her weakness. But I don't believe that a character like that would have folded immediately and believed. I'm not going to say the threat that they made to mm -hmm. her, but. Like she seemed smart enough yeah. that she would have been like, hold on, because what they were claiming they were going to do. I'm like, that doesn't make sense biologically and mm -hmm. like scientifically. Like, I don't I wouldn't believe that they said that's what they were going to do in this. And I was in her position. I'd be like, why? That doesn't make any sense. And yes, I get that this was her one weakness was yeah. her dog. But it just she just folded so quickly yeah. that it, it was it was a stark difference to who she was two seconds prior to that happening yeah. and and i didn't really like that the second one i figured out like as soon as they started telling the story of what happened i already knew what had happened you hadn't picked up on it but mm -hmm. i did and i was like i was thinking there has to be something else because it can't be that obvious and then it was that obvious and i was yeah. like all right and then the last one the guy was kind of comical but it's like it all came down to like it's this this or this which one yeah all right this Game over. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, well, okay. Yeah. Note to self, don't get arrested in Spain because it's like no holds barred there, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, I didn't uh, I didn't get this one. Yeah. I don't know. Something happened in Spain. Yeah. Hopefully France is, is good. Come on, France. I mean, we're two for three, so that's good. Germany and UK were really good. Mm -hmm. Really, really good. But Spain kind of fell flat, and I'm hoping France yeah. can... Ooh la la's. Yeah. You see what I did there? Ooh la la. Uh, 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 uh. So, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, that's all we've seen, really, 
I was going to jump true. into the McMillions documentary, but it's weekly, I believe. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, and I hate that. And I already know the whole story because I remember when this happened in the mm-hmm. 90s. And so. I remember it vaguely. Oh, do you? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, interesting. Because we used to do that. Rig McDonald's games? No, play. Oh, like, <laughs> like, why are we them. living in an 800 square foot house? Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's happened? It's a thousand or 950 It's or something? not really because you can't count the mudroom. That's not a living I mean, you space. Can live it's in like there. a garage. It's like a, a really well insulated garage. Yeah. So yeah, I I know the story already and it in in depth. Mm. And so I'm hoping there might be some information that I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But I for the most part know what happened. So I'm a little like, meh. Yeah. I want to see it, but I'm not sure if I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna watch a little bit of lock and key today to see how that is. And there's also a show on I think Apple. About some apple, some apple. Um, about it's got one of the guys from um, Always Sunny in it, and it's about like video game development. Rob Mecklehoney, I think his name is that the the buff dude that was fat once. His real name is Mecklehoney. Yeah, Rob Mecklehoney. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Can you imagine um, if my name was Sashia Mecklehoney? Good grief. Yeah, rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> Sashia Mecklehoney. So I'm gonna check that out too, and we still have uh, there's so many things to watch. We do. I'm not interested in that lock and key or pop and lock, whatever the fuck it's called. I'm going to give it a go. I don't know. It's supposed to be like a, I don't know. It's got like mixed reviews. It so looks I'm too interested. kitty. Yeah. It looks too kitty for me. But I've heard it's pretty but it's gritty. A, it's, it's a children's show though, right? Like a tween kind of, like uh, a teen I don't know. show. I think so. But it's supposed to be, I don't know. You're talking to someone that watched Sabrina. so Well, that's what I'm saying. You. It's like Sabrina, right? Where, Probably. I mean, adults might. I think it's a little more. R-rated than Sabrina than in the uh, for the for the horror aspect of it horror horror <laughs> aspect but I don't know I haven't seen there's it yet, whores so. in it I'm in I haven't seen Let's it yet watch so this. I'm gonna check it out Sabrina's way darker than I think people would you know Assume. equating it to the original yeah. Sabrina it's there's the well there's the Dark Lord yeah. and uh, orgies and things <laughs> it's yeah. you know I wouldn't say it's a kids kids movie but it's an adult a young adult show yeah. show. So if this is like that, then I might have some interest in, I guess just from the, the picture, first of all, can we just talk about, I'm just going to throw this out there. So supposedly, mm-hmm. um, Apple got rid of this just made me think of a supposedly, supposedly, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, Apple got rid of this, the, the trailer, the automatic trailer play Netflix. Sorry. What did I say? Apple. Apple. Same shit. Yeah. Giant. And I turned that billion. off. And you turned it off and it's still doing it. It still does it. You bastards. <laughs> so, so I got to go on and see if this setting reset itself or something. Well, that's kind of scary if it could just do that then. Yeah. What the hell's the point of giving me the option if you're just going to turn it off? So they finally like, hey, we listened to you guys. Did you though? Because I'm still watching trailers even though we've opted out of it. It is so annoying. Yeah. I absolutely hate that. I hate that feature. Everybody hates it. Everybody and it took it. this, everybody hating it, it took this long for them to be like, oh, all right, we'll give you the option of turning it off. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> JK. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. like that. So um, plans, I have no idea. We are supposed to find out today if we won a particular, we were finalists. We were notified that we were finalists in a film festival. Um, it's, it's different. This is a new one. Yeah. <clears throat> it's. This specific film festival, I guess we could just say that the, the Dumbo Film Festival in Brooklyn, I believe, yeah. um, 
you can never tell because some things will say like Dumbo you associate with Brooklyn, but then some people will be like, no, it's actually a Manhattan Fest. And that's like, yeah. oh, all right. Not sure. So I think it's, I mean, it's Dumbo. So I, I assume it's in Brooklyn. But so what they do is that they do a monthly contest and then you have finalists within that month. And then whoever wins that month then competes against the rest of the other winners for the year that they've been doing it. So, no, so this is this year yeah. is the 2019 2020 film fest. So yeah. they've been doing this since last year and then probably a good portion of last year, which then like trails into trickles into this year and then everybody then competes uh, i don't know we totally did not pick up on that when we submitted well if you, I didn't if know you win a month and your film is showed at they actually have an actual festival right the and monthly then, ones aren't like viewed they're just chosen no, and no, then at the end of the no. year they view they they show all of the films that were yeah but then i think there's a competition between those people probably. for best whatever and what have you yeah. we won best what have you so we haven't won anything. I know that. Yeah, we just are running. I up. was making a fucking joke, man. Um, <laughs> so, not in my house. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what is gonna. I don't know how this is gonna transpire. I yeah. mean, of course, I don't think. I mean, that, hey, we're we honored to be shot. a runner-up. I don't think we have a, a shot in hell of, of winning. I think like we can get laurels out of it, and that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking worst case scenario, we got laurels. Yeah. So we'll go with that. Florals, florals. I don't, I don't, I don't think that next week when we tune in, we're going to be saying, so we won. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool. Yeah. But I'm not really banking on that. You know. Yeah. And for me, and, and my lack of confidence is not in the film, but in the runtime. I think that that will probably be what kills us. I don't know. I feel like with this, in this case, it's, they're showing all the 12 films. So it's not like they have to meet a criteria. I don't know. Well, they will when they have to program it all. Yeah. yeah. When all yeah, this has to be screened, they're going to have to deal with, uh, you know, a 30 minute short and almost 30 minute short. But yeah. again, most film festivals will say anything 45 minutes or under is a short. A couple of them have limits on 20, 20 minutes or 30 minutes, 30 minutes. But um, which is most why we made say, our film 29, 45 or whatever. Sure. Most will say 45 Suck and it. under. Yeah. But I've almost never been to a film fest and watched a 45 minute short. No, I don't think I've ever watched a 45 minute short. So it's allowed at that point, you might as well just upon. add 15 minutes to make a short feature. It's frowned upon. So we'll see what happens with that. Cross your fingers for us. Actually, we probably... By we the would time have you been, hear this, yeah, we'll know. We would have been notified, so don't cross your fingers. It's over. <laughs> There's no point. I don't know what's going on for next week. We're going to try to watch more stuff. We need to watch... I, I need to get, like, something indie in there. Like, really indie. We're supposed to be your source for all things indie film, and we've been hitting a lot of, like, major productions and films because we mm -hmm. we just love film and you know i'm, I'm not going to say that i don't watch big budgeted movies of yeah. course i do so but there's there's a lot of things there are a lot of like smaller budgeted films that i really wanted to to watch and yeah we and gotta I feel get like, on that yeah and i want to get a lot more filmmakers on this year too i mean we had a, a good amount last year but um i feel like this year we had one so far but i want to have start having a lot more on so far if i have to tear this universe another black hole i'm going to find them i've got, got to mister so um i don't know where our relationship would be if we didn't have movie quotes honestly mm, i don't know it's like a good 30 percent of our ill david okay so can we just talk about that quickly now that you yeah. said that thank you we are way freaking late to the game on Shit's creek <laughs> like so so late to the game but why did I want to start watching this 
show, I'm going to be totally honest with you. What drew me in is that David has the best gifts. Gifts. And GIFs. yes, I say gifts, Perry. <laughs> so as does Paul. Because yep. that's the way you say. So I was like, you know, I looked at the cast and I'm like, because mm, I started thinking of the um, of Levine and uh, Levy, rather Levine yeah. <laughs> of Levy and um, what's her name? Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. In like the the dog films like the best in show and mm. you know those are like funny but i've never been like really into them and i thought it's it's gonna probably be like the same kind of humor and i probably won't like it or whatever and um dan levy mm-hmm. is eugene levy's son who mm-hmm. plays david who writes the show who's the writer for it yeah and well, they created it together yeah they create it but i think he writes it yeah. too as well and uh he's like by the way my favorite character on the show they you know i have to say Catherine O'Hara was the last for me. I, she was annoying me at first. I was like, I don't like this character. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you get into the season more towards the end of it, like she started to get funnier for well, me. She starts to dial in the character a little bit. more. Yeah. You know? It's at the very beginning. It's so much. She's just so over the top and you just want to punch her. Yeah. Um, Eugene Levy's just the things that come out of his mouth because he just has this way of delivering his lines, yeah. which is the same in everything, but he's just yeah, so good at it. He reminds me a lot of um, the guy who plays Monk. Yes. And they just have their one thing, but they're just brilliant Shalub. at it. Yeah. Yeah. Shalub. They have they have their way of acting yeah. and, you know. But he looks great for his age. Dude, he's like 76 or yeah. 70, something like that. He had a scene like where he had to crawl through a window. I hope I can crawl through a window at 76. Jeez. <laughs> probably couldn't crawl through a window now I without like, huffing and puffing. Yeah, he's looking amazing for his age. And um, I thought, because when I saw him, I was like, oh, God, the American Pie guy. That's like, what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's you know, what. It's like, here we go again. That's but, what threw me off because I didn't like the American Pie movies. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't, I know you should, but that's who I associated with. Yeah. You know, it's just like, like, I don't think I want to see this. And he's still kind of like the same sensibilities but i feel like it's so much better in this it's so good like he does a better job at like playing that you know because the th- the, the fear of a show like this is that you have their uh, david uh, the character of david and the character of alexis and i love alexis i, I feel like she's becoming probably more my favorite because more her than little david thing. well i don't know they're they're, e- they're even right now <laughs> But she she has little subtleties she does in her characters that are just really good, too, because they're basically playing the same character, essentially. The male and female yeah, version of yeah. the same. Well, sort of. Yeah. She's she's but a little the, but ditzier. The, but the uh, the fear of something, it's like if you had only Jack and Karen, right? Right. Just those characters. But there's enough. And there's so many characters that are over the top, but there's enough of like with the parents well, and the character Stevie, Stevie that, yeah, that kind brings of it down. keep the reality of the show without it getting too crazy. Yeah, because so otherwise good... you're like, I can't, you can't relate to them. Yeah. You know, it's funny, but then you're like, okay, you're just watching rich people's problems and yeah. you don't relate to them. But um, you bring all these other characters in that sort of tone it down and it, it it's just so freaking funny. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really funny show. And, but that is why I, I initially was like, I think I want to watch, I want to start watching Shit's Creek. And you're like, you know, I've heard good things about it. And I was like, well, he's got the best gifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. just... Every time there's something I want to say, like I would type it in and then David would come up and I'm like, I think I'm going to have to start watching this show yeah. just to see what this character is about. And uh, he's he is my favorite. I do like Alexis, but David's my favorite. Yeah. He's got this like windblown, yeah. like 24-7 windblown look um, to him. I don't him. know what that means. <laughs> and uh, he's got he's got this sarcasm that I just love well the thing about him is he's he's, he's like a, he's if like i was a, pansexual and male then <laughs> he's like a David. slightly 
like Jack, I love Jack as a character from Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. He's very bombastic, and I and I love that about him. And but but um, uh, uh, David's character reminds me a lot of Jack, but very toned down. He reminds me of Jack and Will. Because Will yeah. is the realistic, you know, he brings the realism. Well, that's to, the thing is Jack's he brings he brings he kind idiocy. of he kind of straddles both those lines, right? Really and so it's kind well. of if you took Will and Jack, yeah, you'd have David. It's like he can be ridiculous, but then he could also be the sensible one in the family, yeah. which is bizarre. So I would definitely, I would definitely recommend that show. Yeah, highly recommend it. And they're at like half hour episodes, so it's easy, yeah. easy, to, even to get less, them. I think, because sometimes, yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Okay. All right. Well. So shout out Steady Geekin, Reality Bomb Comic Cast, Perry Harovas. Um not up for we debate. Don't, not up for debate. We don't have any other friends really yeah. that like are in the podcasting like type field techie stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh so there's that. Um I do shout outs to our cast and crew because why not? Yeah. Because they're they're fun they're funsies and they'll be on at some point. They're maze balls. Um actually looking at the beginning of April, I don't think Kieran's able to make it because he actually has a play. <sighs> that guy's never able to make it. He's always like busy with work and stuff because yeah. he's like a I don't know, successful actor or some shit. Whatever. Yeah, enough already. So uh not that our other peeps aren't. They're actually um Well that's why we have to wait until April because things. it's like impossible to get them all together. Well, that's the thing though. If I say, okay, let's do it on this date in April, then Kat's gonna be like, I can't. I have I'm filming something then. And then we'll be like, All right, so let's okay, so the first weekend of May, and then Petra's gonna be like, I'm not even I got it I'm shooting. So there's it's impossible to get everybody. So we're gonna get as many mm-hmm. as we can. I think for sure we have Kat and Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to see if Patreon's available. So we'll have most, yeah, most of the cast, but Sans, Kieran, and Ryan, who went to LA, whatever. Loser. <laughs> so we miss you. <laughs> we miss you. So yeah. So we'll have them on. We're waiting until the weather stops being an asshole. Yeah, because that happens a lot. A lot. We're still in the winter. So thank you for listening. Thank you. And do reach out to us as you've been doing if you'd like to be on the show. You want to talk about something on the show? If you have a project coming up. At Go Gorilla Film on all the things. On all the things. We love you. We appreciate you. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye.